Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Foxtel, tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Make your own rules at any time fitness. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Yeah, Brian, a stack of texts coming through. Now, you and I both are going to buy a few books or a handful of books or more so. Uh, to give away to our listeners. Oh, I just think that was fantastic. Billydib.com to pre-order them. Brooks and I were just discussing. So you're going through cancer, you're going through all this stuff, you know, you've got your son at home, but then he decides to go out and help kids at yep. schools. Like, it's phenomenal. But you know what, though? Just on that, and he's naturally doing this, but there is some evidence to say that in anything in life, so this it could be a mental illness, whatever it is, if you take the focus off yourself and give towards others, whether it's time or it helps you in the long run. So maybe Billy's doing that. He's doing it naturally anyway. Mm. And I just hope it comes back for him. Yeah. But like I've seen, you know, I've seen people who have cancer, who've had cancer and get the chemo. You can't get out of bed. No. And you're that crook. And and he's doing this. (laughs) He's doing this and he's got a smile on his face. But uh, no, that was a really good chat. So yeah, so Billy Dib. Dot com yep. is where you go and get your books. So jump on like Brian and I now. In the next ad break, we're going to jump on and buy, buy some ourselves so we can give away to you, the listener. Yep. Uh, but better if we don't have to give it to you and you can go buy it yourself. Billydib.com. And he does so much, uh, you know, the, the charity he has towards the cancer wards and, and all those sorts of things. Uh, we, we need to get behind this bloke. Billydib.com is the way to do that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Yeah, the Dragons. He's a Dragon supporter. Um is it possible, Brian, that things aren't as bad as what's being painted? Everyone's sort of dragging the dragons down, or, or do you have great fears around their season? I have great fears around their season after what I saw on the Charity Shield. I was a little bit worrying signs, but it's, I mean, you know, what you're saying, it's never as bad as you think. Yep. It's never as good as you're going, but it's never as bad as you think. Hence why I asked the question. I, yeah. I, I, I'm... I'm not hot at all on the Dragons, but it's, it won't be as bad as what people are painting a picture of. You wouldn't have picked them to run last, would you, Brian? Well, I have. <laughs> Thanks very much, Buzz, for putting that in the paper. Yeah. Too. Um, after, after that last 20 minutes, Billy Dibb is the guy they need to get down to Cogger or Wollongong mm-hmm. and have a chat to the boys and and to draw inspiration. Like that that seems like we'll, – we'll see Manly, they're, they're bringing old guys in. Like – he, when I chatted to him about the interview, he's mm. he's quite tight with the uh, 2010 era, like Sowie, Cooper, um, even Gaz, and um, he doesn't really have much to do with the the newer Dragons. I I would implore, like Hook and that coaching team, to get Billy in with the guys yeah. and have a chat to him and give him a bit of like reality because. I think they might need some inspiration from a Dragons fan like Billy. Yeah. Well, we saw what happened with Manly when, you know, the pride fiasco with the jumpers and they never won a game after that. The Dragons, uh, with this leaking of the, you know, it, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a snowball effect. So they had the stink. Yep. And then 
James Graham came out and said, I'll be filthy on the snitch. Yep. So there's obviously a snitch there. And it just, this is the danger it can happen. Yep. Like, and only trials, but they lost the trials. It's. Yeah. And, you know, they talk about when they rattle it all off, oh, no one turned up to the Prezzo night. Yeah. Then we had the barbecue the previous, previous year. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think they'll run last. But at the 15 to 1, I thought I'd better grab it. <laughs> but, but same with Newcastle. When you actually break down their squad, uh, Dom Young, who's been courted by, well, he's going to the Roosters, so he can clearly play. Um, Dane Gagai, Caelan Ponga, Safidi Brothers, Jaden mm. Braley, Tyson Frizzell. You know, it, it's not that bad a side. No. But, but it's, it's beyond looking at names on paper, isn't it? Well, the fact that, that they started off last year like a house on fire. Give it to the Chooks. One by thirty, and then it's just sometimes when it, you you get into these bad habits and a bad rut, and you just you, you turn up to training, you think, oh, this right up, we've always got next week. But you get into the game, and it's sort of must be a psychological thing because you go, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Rather than just kicking long, yep. getting down there and getting, which is what the good teams do. Sometimes the 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 teams that aren't going great. They just fall back into that old habit. I remember hearing Cooper Cronk talking about why the Melbourne Storm starts so well. I don't believe Bellamy's ever lost round one, has he? No. No. And they average something like the Melbourne Storm under Bellamy. They average something like having won seven of their first ten games, mm. which is a giant stride towards playing finals football. Yeah. Yeah. And when they asked Cooper Cronk, his response was along the lines of, you know, everyone is reinventing the wheel in the off-season. Yep. He said, we just keep doing exactly what we were doing. So they just come in rolling, ready yeah. to go. And and the finesse and the fixing and all that can happen Cutman's, throughout the year. Exactly. It's But everyone wants to go blank canvas, reinvent the wheel in the off-season. Oh, have an off-season. Let's come up with all these flashy moves. I was watching uh, – who like well, we watched Penrith yeah. in the off-season. You know how when a team wins a premiership, then in the off-season everyone copies them? Yes. And they do exactly the same plays. Yep. Just find your own little identity and play to your strengths. 100%, Brian. It's funny you mentioned that. I watched the first episode of that it was Panthers good. documentary. Yeah, it was pretty good. And the thing I got out of it was you felt after they'd lost that that uh, grand final against Melbourne, that Cleary was like, we're close and, and our time is coming. We've just got to stick to the plan. So you go to that off-season, you feel Penrith have, have got the – the pieces in place. They've got the structure. They've got everything there. So they're just honing on that where half the league's trying to start from scratch. And then they go on that awesome run in season mm. one and just annihilate everyone and go in and win the grand final during COVID. That probably put them in good stead during COVID because they weren't shaking things up. They already had the formula there. And then they just replicate that last year and then even have a better season. They win 20 regular season games and you feel that continuity and knowing each other. And then they were working on trick plays and they, they highlighted that grubber that Cleary did for Edwards in the first final where it was the switch play from Isaiah Yo and he, and they showed the highlights of him oh, at yeah, training yeah, yeah. doing it yeah. and then them rolling it and talking when Mitchell Moses got knocked out. Remember in that, um, in that first final? Yes. You got their, that terrible knock mm. and he was out for the game and Edwards and Cleary were using that time to talk about what they're going to do on the next attacking play. And sure enough, it was that grubber. And they talked about, you know, just being able to go to training and do those little plays. And that's what they're working on, building on what or the – Already existing success. 
And that's what you you feel that vibe that they just keep building and building and building because they've got all the they've like, got some talent there. Yeah, they've as got well. talent. Yeah, in the got talent. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they can't keep Spencer Lanou, but luckily the Roosters <laughs> might be able to accommodate them. Uh, that was being reported. Michael Shemis uh, has that yarn now. Just on that switch play, clever stuff from Penrith because what that does is it gets the fullback chasing in the back one way. They get him off guard and uh, clever, clever play. Little fun fact for you, Brian. Oh, I was I doing my, my homework today. FF. <laughs> how many how many teams NRL teams how many NRL teams in the last three seasons has Nathan Cleary lost to? How many teams? How many NRL teams? How many NRL teams? So obviously he's lost to Queensland and they okay. lost to St Helens in the, the last day. three seasons. In the last three seasons, how many NRL teams? I can think uh, has Nathan Cleary lost to. Um, different clubs. Yep. Four. Three. Oh. In three seasons, yeah. only three teams, in three whole seasons, only three clubs, NRL clubs, have managed to beat him. Melbourne. Melbourne, yes. Mm. Para. Yes. Yeah. Did Chooks beat him? No. The, Bunnies. Yes. Glory, glory. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, and, and, and these are top flight teams. Yeah. So this is the, the dynasty, which is Nathan Cleary and co. Where did you find these stats from? Ah, I found this just doing the homework. I just had a feeling that... How much homework do you do? Well, I just cram. I'm a crammer, yeah, Brian. Heavy cram. I'm a crammer. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We need to cram the news in. April, thank you very much. A run home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's Team List Tuesday. Can you believe that, Brian? Oh, I cannot wait. Can we use Woogies? T and T. Can we do <laughs> Can we use that? Oh, here, look, this is here. Let's go. Because I'm TLT. I said I'm dynamite. TLT. And I'll win the fight. TLT. Watch me explode. <laughs> uh, can yes. we use that for the chat with oh, the boys later on, please? 100%. Yeah. 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 We, we need to get some uh, – what are we going to hit Rat with? Because he's making his debut. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. We've been hammering him for the last two years. Yes. We've got to hit him with a dear Jared yep. or a – where else but Queensland? I'm going to put it out there to our listeners. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six, an aubergine, please, uh, ladies and gents, for uh, a dear Jared yeah. and a and a poo emoji for banana for where else but Queensland? Okay, so <laughs> banana or an aubergine? What is wrong with you? What you? Oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six. What we should hit him with? I know what Dunny likes. Dunny is just he froths on dear Jared. Yeah, froths on it. He does. <laughs> He's on the electric eel, and as soon as he hears the fax music, he just puts it down and just sits down and puts the electric eel down. Uh, Raider man from Newcastle, gents. I've sent you a DM on Insta. Working hard raising money for cancer. Cancel. Uh, Raider man, good on you, mate. Uh, we'll, we'll check that out a little bit later on as well. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This is a run home. All thanks to. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, footy live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel. And you can make your own rules at any time fitness. On the run home with Joel and Fletch, time for a sports update. Thanks to the Sporting Globe, Rabina and Logan, your home of sport. Yes, uh, we have our sports update. Thanks to visit coalfaceworkwear.com.au for workwear, safety boots, PPE. Now, we have kept one eye on this particular test Basball, England versus New Zealand. Second test, the base in Wellington. England, eight for 435. New Zealand, all out for 209. So England enforced the follow-on. And Harry Brook and Joe Root, um, they have been amongst things. Kane Williamson and Tom Blundell. Uh, so there you go. 
What the uh, so Gibbo. the score, England yeah. are one for 48 currently. They've got 210 runs to win on day five, which is tomorrow. Uh, New Zealand scored a couple of runs through Kane Williamson, 132. He now goes past Ross Taylor as the all-time leading run scorer for New Zealand. But essentially what happens is tomorrow there's 90 overs of play. England will need 210 wins. Now, Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum have only lost one game in their tenure together, and every time they've been chasing in a test match, they've gone on to win. Oh, yes. So that's a bit of a crap stat. But England, England are looking really, really good. Uh, Harry Brook. Yeah, this this guy. I know you were you were wrapping him up. They're just saying he's the next best thing, and you're. The raps on him are correct. So. Well, yeah, so he scored 180-odd in the first innings. But, you know, sometimes, boys, you have the hot hand in sport. And he had the hot hand today, and they threw him the ball. He was bowling pretty averagely. But then got Kane Williamson, yep. the uh, all-time run scorer for New Zealand. So, yeah, day five tomorrow, like I said, England required 210 runs to win. They should get it. England finish here against the Kiwis, and then the yep. next test will be the Ashes. Is that uh, correct? Bang, bang. So nothing in between. Oh, sorry, that's right. Is because it? Ben Stokes has pulled out mm. of uh, some of the IPL fixtures to focus on this match against Ireland, oh. and then they'll play the Ashes. Oh, it's going to be but, awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. I mean, I feel like it's, some of the stings been taken out of the Australian cricketing public lately because we've been smoked over in in- India. But it's the Ashes. Yeah, I know. We'll get around it. Yeah, but we'll get around it. We've got that one World Test Championship, so we've hopefully don't lose four 0 to India. Then we go play that against India in England. Question without notice. Question without notice. Yes. What happens if we do lose four nil? Ah, uh, then Sri Lanka need to at least win one match against and New Zealand in New Zealand, which is unlikely. But, and oh, they'll, and hey, they'll hang jump on. Hang, hang on. on. And they'll jump us. That Sri Lanka will jump. And it'll us, be Sri Lanka yeah. versus India in in, in England. England at the Oval. Yeah. You know what? It's going to happen now because you've just said it. Almost said, unlosable <laughs> position. Here we go. No. Yuck. No. Australia, that won't happen. Did you see the women's one-day final? No. Talk about unlosable position. What about this? Sarah Coit, who I think brushed her <laughs> this morning. But this is the scenario, Brian. Are you not at all across this? No. This is unbelievable. <laughs> so South Australia no. needed just – this is Wildwater Sports reporting. I've been drunk for two days. South Australia <laughs> needed just four runs off the final over. Four runs. And they had five wickets up their sleeve. Gotcha. So four runs, five wickets. Yep. Sarah Coit had the audacity of the gall, the temerity of the hide, to have this over. Wicket. Four. Four. Yep. One run. Gotcha. So they need three. Yep. Then how many wickets up their sleeve? Four. Wicket. 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 Hattrick. Wicket. Fit. She finished. Five for. With five for in the over. And they got one run. And they got one run. So they needed oh. they needed four runs and they had five wickets. Yeah. And they lost by three runs. That's, <laughs> that's how does that happen? That happens because it's headnoise.com. Oh. Headnoise.com. You're, head you're, <laughs> you're the next coming out and you just going, uh oh. Sarah Coit with a hot hand. Pressure. Some eat it, some get eaten by it. Oh, I love eating that sort of stuff. <laughs> Can you believe yeah. that? Can you honestly believe that? I can believe it. In in that in that level of sport, you and you've got to see uh, uh, just momentum change a little bit, then everyone just their heads fall off. Yeah, but there's five wickets left, and there's one over and four runs. Happens Six balls. Yeah, but I, I can <laughs> accept they lost the game. If someone said, "Okay, they lost the game," the only way they lost the game was great fielding, and they just didn't get the runs. You don't lose the game getting bowled out. Yeah. 
What was she the bowling? two run outs in what the involved? What was Sarah in bowling? Oh, mate. Right arm wickets. Just like Richard Hadley. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, did the boys get hold of Sarah this morning to have a chat? Don't not, think so. No, she got them out as well. She's, yeah. yeah. She just would have been, been celebrating. Wow. Yeah. Like that, that, is, that is just quite remarkable. So getting back to what Gibbo just said, that Sri Lanka very, very unlikely. Mm. If we lose 4-0, yeah. I'll be nervous. Sri Lanka then have to win one of two matches over in New Zealand, which I suppose would be hard for them to do. But Sorry. stranger things have happened. I have. Gibbo, what's more things. likely? So yeah. there's two games each, essentially. Yep. What's more likely? Australia winning one of the two games or New Zealand winning them both? Oh, New Zealand winning. Yeah. New Zealand winning them both against Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, you really just don't know what sort of team is going to turn up. Uh, New Zealand are usually quite good at home when they play any sort of subcontinent teams because they don't have the quicks. Mm. Uh, I just, I'm not sure about how we're going to go in these next two tests. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's going to go all right, but yeah, don't think so. It seems to me that they've, I said this last week, they've sort of given up and now they're just concentrating on the ashes. Yeah, which is bizarre. I, I'm not sure if I said this before, Fletch, but is it startling that players who are senior leaders within the group, I know Pat Cummins obviously yeah, has... His mum's crook. His mum's crook, so he's gone. But Steve Smith, uh, in this 10-day break, is on holiday with his partner, Dave Warner chose to come back. Ashton Agar chose to play for WA. Is it not concerning that the players aren't getting around each other saying, all right, lads, we've been smashed in the first two games. We need to restore some a little bit of pride because everyone back at home is thinking we're donuts. Well, they might have done that. Maybe they've got yeah. together. We don't know what's going on behind, behind closed doors. But, yes, the fact that there's a lot of – and Hazelwood's come home as yeah. well. He, he went over there with an, an injury – and never yes. played. And, he, and he's come back. He's Achilles. But it seems like their their approach is we've played so much cricket. Let's use this time to sort of R&R instead of actually focusing on the cricket because of what the summer that they've had with the big bash, with the test series. Instead yeah. of going, oh, let's maybe have a, a game. Let's simulate a game or let's work on the pitches. They're sort of like, we're pretty spent right now. And that's why we're losing. Do you reckon if – I mean, I, I don't feel like Justin Langer should be the coach, but do you think if Justin Langer was the coach, these players would be coming back? You think they might not have been allowed? Well, I think he would have more – it seems like Andrew McDonald is a he's a bit more of a cuddler to his players where Justin Langer, from all oh, the stuff I saw yeah. on the test, yeah. he just says – how it well, is. that was the reason they said they needed a, exactly. they needed a, a new coach because they don't like, and they're saying it. It's not as if we're talking out of school, saying yeah, the pressure gets on us a little bit, and we can't really. Uh, we think we need a coach who's not as hard. Throw to the break, Are uh, we going to throw to the Blake uh, back <laughs> with more Blake Blake, Blake yeah. Lively and Phil's Why coming as well. Phil Blake. Footy live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Make your own rules at any time fitness. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Uh, it certainly is. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 to have your say. Text 0457 736 736. Joel and Fletch, all thanks to Hyundai, Foxtel and Anytime Fitness. Looking forward to catching up with Sats, Woogie and Matty Rogers. Yep. That's happening after 5 o'clock, Brian. Can I just say this? The listener uh, have come out and have spoken. <laughs> they want a dear Jared. Do they? It was just aubergines. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> Aubergine, aubergines. Yeah. It was, we need to it catch up on wall. these texts too. Aubergines. 
So a dear Jared, I feel I don't know how Rat's going to handle it. He'll be right. He'll be right. We'll, we'll find I'll out. Tell you what, Rat does love. He loves uh, talking about his lawn. Does he? He loves lawn. Good. Good. He's got a bit of lawn hub about him. Good, good. I love that. Visit coalfaceworkwear.com.au for workwear, safety boots, PPE. Brought us a sports update. However, now we're going to talk about our gloatworthy. What's what's gloatworthy this weekend? What happened that was gloatworthy? Footy live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxy. Well, of course, the Aussie Women's World Cup team, third straight World Cup win. That's gloatworthy. Mm-hmm. Lionel Messi scores his 700th club goal, 672 for Barcelona. <whistles> gloatworthy. Sam Kerr scores in her 100th match for Chelsea. That's 82 goals in 100 games. Yeah. Gloatworthy. NBL TV viewership. Is it up? By how much? 46%. <whistles> Gloat o'clock. <laughs> Gloat o'clock. Eighth group one for Animo. All stations. All stations to downtown Gloatville. <laughs> uh, Kane Williamson, most test runs for Black Caps. He passed Ross Taylor. I'll tell you who... Um, Wild Water Sports did it on this day the other day where Alan Border, this was on the weekend, Alan Border had be, gone past Sunil Gavaskar for most ever test runs. Yep. Where is AB now in the order, would you say? Okay, so what year was this? Oh, this was probably 30 years ago. Uh, I would wow. say he's now top 15. 10th. Oh, okay. 10th. I'm in. Yep, Shivnarine Shandipal is ahead of him. Shivers. Yeah, but what's average? Because they didn't play as many tests. No, I think that plays a big part as well. Talk to me. Talk to um, me. Smithy, where's Smithy? Is he there yet? Smudge. Uh, Smith. Smudge has smoked them, but I don't know whether he's... Was he smoking them? He has smoked them, yeah. Uh, Smudge has smoked them. Um, where is he? Brooks? We'll get the list up. We'll get the list up. But uh, Thank the, God for the I'll tell you who's right up there. Jacques Callis is right up there. Yep. He's right up there. Coogee Palace. Um, is Sasha number one? Is that your guess, Gibbo? Yep. What about the Prince? Ponting, Callis, Dravid, Cook, Sangakara, Lara, Chandapal, yeah. Jaya Wadeen, Border, Steve Waugh, Joe Root is the highest of current. current. How, how far is Joe moment? from Border from top 10? He's 10,853. Border, 11,174. So three or 400, something like that. Um, there you go. All right, we've got plenty more still to come here on the run home with Joel and Fletch, including Boogie and Woogie and also the Rat. We're looking forward to that. Go Ultra with AFL and NRL live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel.